been a few years, but it's happened again. We've had the entirety of next year's Transformers Generations line leaked, or at least near enough. Um, so I'm XV, and I'm here with uh, Matt, a.k.a. Melvar, Diecast, Hello. Uh, Rob Quay, and Don, Headmaster Don. Uh, we're having a little impromptu uh, leak cast part two uh, to cover this because we could do this as like a news desk or something, but having the conversation is kind of fun for us primarily, but also you, the listener. So um, enjoy this uh, completely off the cuff and very badly prepared uh, meeting about how we now know like 95% of what's coming in generations next year in Kingdom. I've known for an entire so, five minutes now, so this this should definitely be for in-depth conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So it's like, um, well, if you were looking forward to all the reveals next year, ta-da. <laughs> it's, At least we it's, didn't get images this time. Yeah, I was going to say, it's slightly less bad than the Power of the Primes leak because there are no visuals to go with this. It's also, um, the majority of this was data mined out of Walmart's uh, inventory system. So most likely nobody's getting fired over this leak either. I guess we will start from the top with this. Uh, so I'll give a little background here. So MicroMasters and BattleMasters are going away. We um, have that information from uh, one of a few people with allegedly inside information. I say allegedly, but like everything they've talked about has basically been proven out by um, inventory data and other things like what we have here today. So they probably know what they're talking about. And the... Battlemasters and Micromasters are going away and are being replaced by the core class, which is supposed to be roughly legend size and in the similar price point bracket. Uh, for that right now, we have four figures listed off. Um, confirmed through inventory listings, we have Optimus Prime, Megatron, and Rat Trap, and unconfirmed, but from a credible source, also Starscream. Uh, so we only have those four for now which probably represents one or two assortments. So there's almost certainly more of these that are going to come out over the course of Kingdom. Uh, but for right now, we just have uh, these. So this is probably actually the the segment of the line where we have the most unknown still, because as, as we go forward, I think we're going to find that we've probably heard everything that's in these upcoming assortments. Now, how you were saying that... Uh... Uh, it's either one or two assortments. Do we remember how many uh, figures were in a Legends class assortment before? It varied. Um, two or three, usually, I think. Okay. Yeah. I honestly couldn't remember. Like, typically in the past, first waves have had more new figures in them, uh, especially in a case like this where it's a new price point, technically, or a new size class. Um, cause they want to go ahead and like get some volume of product out there, but then usually going forward, there'll be a repeat of one or two toys from a previous wave and then one or two more new toys added. Uh, so I, like I said, three, two or three toys usually are new per, uh, per wave in one of these assortments with, um, with Earthrise, it's been a little bit different. But I think that's because we're in the waning days of MicroMasters and BattleMasters, where we've only been getting like one or maybe two new things per wave, and then a lot of reruns from last year. Yeah. Uh, so the Optimus Prime, Megatron, and Starscream are the G1 characters in this new little Legends is Legends ish size class, which um, we were talking a little bit in pre-show about this. We've had this before in uh, 2012, 2013 with the original Legends size class where we had Starscreams and Megatrons and Optimus Primes and also Bumblebee because, of course, a Bumblebee. Yeah. Yes, the legendary characters, if you will, were put in the Legends class. Just as the core characters of the franchise are now in the core class. Yes. Ah, creative naming. Hmm. I mean, I, I can't criticize. I'm terrible at naming things. Same. That's that's why my Star Trek podcast, for instance, was that one episode of Star Trek. I, I stole that from JD. But even so, it's name? it's right it's right there in line with something I would come up with. Um so there may be some, you know, question as to why they would have legend size versions of the G one characters, you know, as we've been getting versions of these characters for years now, every line. Um one really salient point is these are cheap that, you know, it's a, this is the good uh, impulse purchase or, you know, 
small little gift for a grandparent to pick up. Yes, um, a $10 Optimus Prime is far more likely to sell than a $50 Optimus Prime. Yes, that's mm-hmm. very correct, uh, unless it's to one of us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In which case, they'll sell both of them. We, <laughs> we, we may have problems. Um, the other thing, though, is what the Titan for next year is rumored to be, which is not on the list we're referencing right now, but it's been floating around for a little while. The, the strong leading rumor right now is that next year's Titan is going to be a robot based on the Ark. Hmm. I'm all so, about that. So oh, having you know little small scale versions of the core G1 characters available in the same line kind of makes some sense if especially uh, since the Titan will probably have some nebulous uh, playset functionality. Oh, thanks! You just gave me a reason to buy those core class figures. Thanks. I, I, yeah, I'm in, I'm intrigued by the possibility of an arc as either a transforming robot or a playset, or both, or both. Yes. Yeah. Um, like personally, I'm really interested in the possibility of like a nice toy of the arc because that's a thing we don't have in any capacity so far. So we have had a little bit of inf- inside information about rat trap, which basically describes that the, um, it sounds like the figure is going to be three, three and a half ish inches tall in robot mode. Uh, and it turns into what's described as a very tiny mouse. Um, unfortunately, whoever saw the picture, whatever early picture is floating around privately, uh, was able to determine that it didn't look very painted, but also at the same time, it didn't look too dissimilar from what Rat Trap actually looked like in the show. So, uh, kind of a mixed bag there, but the robot mode likeness was said to be really good. So that's at least encouraging, um, you know, paint details can be added on after the fact, if absolutely necessary, whereas bad sculpting can't really be helped. And as long as it doesn't uh, disintegrate, yeah, self-destruct when it transforms like the generations, you know, I have still never transformed that generations rat trap I got off of you. And I always felt really bad for the people who got Botcon pack rat who, you know, could either risk transforming that and having those pin joints crack and snap off or just, you know, have the toy fixed in the mode it came in forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Not a decision I'd ever want to have to make. But ideally, this rat trap will be far more simple and so less likely to have as many points of possible breakage. Yes. I'm all about that, personally. As someone who really likes the original rat trap toy, like I'm very interested in this because it's probably going to be a good spiritual successor. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it should be that much smaller than the original rat trap uh, when you get down to it. I, I think I can live with this just fine. You can live with it. Yes. Um, of course, it's important to keep in mind with the original Rat Trap toy, like half of that toy's mass was rat backpack in robot mode, yeah. basically. Probably what we're going to get mass-wise here is more like just the robot parts on their own and still has to turn into the mouse. Yeah. So that's definitely going to be something interesting to see. Um, probably some of this stuff we'll see, like... Like in early October when Hasbro does like a fan first Friday or something like that to take the place of the presentation they'd normally have during New York Comic Con. Uh, and I would assume Rat Trap's probably an early wave toy, so we've got a good chance of seeing that in the not too distant future. Okay, so um, moving on to deluxes, we have a list of 15 here, which probably is the entire deluxe lineup for the uh, Kingdom line, at least at general retail. Um, it's possible there might be one or two more that had not been dug out yet. Uh, but you know, 15, 16 deluxes is about what we would expect these days for a uh, regular length transformers line. To be honest with what we're getting with Earthrise, I would not be surprised if this was the entire deluxe assortment plus a few exclusives here and there. Um, I, it is definitely possible. Some of these could be Walmart exclusives of some stripe. Um, but I would tend to discount that possibility just because I think some of these probably are found because they're cross-referenced together. Gotcha. And exclusives would probably be on their own numbering in the inventory system. Okay. Like, it's not a 100% thing, but just my experience with how this has worked in the past, I tend to think it prob- this probably is regular retail assortments. Makes sense. 
Uh, so a few of these we know we've known about uh, in advance. So uh, Cheetor and Air Razor we heard rumored previously. Uh, also Black Arachnia and Black Arachnia appeared on that uh, low resolution leak of the Kingdom box art uh, that had all the characters everybody was trying to uh, piece together from little blobs of pixels. <laughs> that happened like a month ago, I think. But what is the flow of time anymore? There's a couple on here I'm surprised about. Well, let's get to the, uh, I think, immediately pertinent three. Uh, so, Warpath, Huffer, and Pipes. Woohoo! <laughs> Finally. Yes, I mean, yes, I mean, I am, I didn't even, I didn't even buy that pot, that last Pipes, because it was just the repaint of the Huffer, which didn't look really like Huffer. Which was just I'm a really repaint of Optimus a, Prime. Yes. Yeah, yeah so it's like, like, you Huffer. know, but I'm really, I'm looking forward to getting a, a nice Pipes. I've always liked Pipes more than Huffer. Pipes is the one I had as, uh, had as a kid, so I kind of fielded on on this one. I never I never got a Huffer, but uh, Pipes I did get. I never preferred one over the other. I, I kind of like them both, and I'll buy both of these. Yeah. <laughs> Warpath, I'm going to have to uh, wait and see, because as far as I'm concerned, Generations Warpath is still just a perfectly... That is a really thing. good toy. And, I mean, we know this is... I'm sure this is going to be a very, very small deluxe a la cliff jumper yeah probably that's probably since it's warpath loaded out with guns to you know make up the price point that's what i was thinking about huffer and pipes because huffer you could give him the pistol and his arm that he used to free brawn for more than meets the eye episode two but parts count if these are along the size of cliff jumper what can you give pipes i mean <laughs> they'll, there's just they'll probably all come with with cliff jumpers cannon <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, like, it might not be stuff that necessarily directly connects to these characters, but it would be a good excuse to just sneak a few extra accessories out in general. Yeah. Like blast yeah. effects and, you know, Or Energon cubes, something like that, yeah. Especially if the, especially if the, if the Titan playset actually pans out, the deluxes could come with stuff to fill out the playset. Like you said, Energon cubes or... I mean, looking Story at uh, looking at the select uh, Centurion droid we're getting with with all of the uh, extra odds and ends and guns and stuff like that. Maybe they could release a couple things like that. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking yeah. um, as yeah. a possibility here. Uh, but the the blast effects is not completely out of the realm of possibility either, especially since we're losing the battle masters and micromasters. Um, you know that kind of points to either the blast effects themselves going away in general or they're going to have to be redirected to some other part of the line because that was the primary source of getting those parts i'm kind of hoping to see the blast effects go away since we know that now um they're kind of welding themselves to the to the hard plastic of the toys yeah that's unfortunate um yeah like I, if they do go away for next year, I don't think that's a response to that happening because you know. I'm just saying, is, I I wouldn't be sad to see it happening because it does that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just as a general point, like if Hasbro gets rid of them, it wouldn't be because of that because the lead time on developing this is too far ahead. Yeah. Um. For instance, the taking away the MicroMasters and the BattleMasters, especially, would probably more be a response to the um not great sales performance of the uh, Prime Masters, actually, at the end of Power of the Primes. Uh, Yeah. Because if you think, uh, since the start of Siege, support at Walmart in particular has been very, very spotty for the Battle Masters, and I think at this point there is not a Walmart anywhere that still carries that price point. Um, They downsized the Micro Masters out like halfway through Siege, um uh, yeah so, after, the, after the first wave i think around here yeah the first or second wave um i'm in my local walmart i'm pretty sure they still had micromasters on the shelves by the time wave two was hitting a lot of other places but of course they barely i think the only micromasters this walmart sold were the ones i bought Hmm. Um, so they never got wave two in other, I think other Walmarts did get some of wave two, but yeah, the, that price point went out of there pretty quick. And then target was basically the only place carrying all the price points and still is to this day. 
Mm. Thank you. So yeah, like retail support for those lower uh, lower size classes has not been good since the end of Power of the Primes, when fairly infamously things like uh, Gluts of Skullgrins ended up getting uh, clearance down to like two fifty. Which Your is funny because maybe. we all thought that that price point would do really well at retail. I mean, up to a point, I think it did. I think the um, the individual Titan Masters probably did okay. Uh, but, you know, as it went forward, the Prime Masters did not present a lot of play value because, like, you're getting the same little minifigure, but it doesn't interact with the other toys in nearly the same way, and the price is being padded out by this uh, shell that theoretically has a weapon mode, but is really just the shell laying down with the extra piece sticking off of it. And with the Battle Masters, in my opinion, it got even worse because then you were only getting one piece of something in the packaging, and that couldn't do anything on its own at all. At least the yeah. Now we're to the point where they transform into boards. I mean, I'm not surprised to see it go away. Yeah, it's it like if you look back on it uh, since the start of Titans Return, there's a definite decline in what the price point has been able to offer. Uh, and I think a lot of that has to do with the economics of it, but also uh, trying to figure out a way to tie that price point into the play pattern for every new iteration. Um, one thing before I move on to the next part of the deluxe list, uh, Warpath has been said by, uh, again, one of the awesome Inside Info people, um, that much like Cliff Jumper's mold, uh, there is a removable shield part that's part of the transformation, which in this case seems to be used to um, stop the tank from being an H tank. Ah, so it it escapes that trap of the previous generation's warpath, the one that wasn't a retool of uh, Legends Megatron. Um, so a, a part that fits in between his feet, I would assume, probably, or fits between the treads in the back, one or the other. Hmm. And, you know, that kind of parts forming, like, I can kind of understand, especially for one of these smaller molds, because, like, you can put a lot of articulation in that, but there's not a lot of room to engineer stuff with a lot of complexity or to hide parts. So I'm a little more forgiving of that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so next up we have uh, Wheeljack. And lower down the list, there's also RC, and these have been uh, reinforced as being just repackagings of the Earthrise figures. So they're I not assume. Yeah, they're not even supposed to be like redecoed in any way. Okay, they're the ones on the list that I was like, wait a minute, why would we be getting them again? Yeah. But more interestingly, I, I we're getting tracks. But uh, but also seeing tracks like you were gonna say, Chris, that does not surprise me. If they're redoing Wheeljack, they're probably using tracks from the Wheeljack mold is what I'm thinking, like like they did for generations. While a retool wheeljack is possible for tracks, I think another thing we should consider is that it would be done off the battle charger mold. Yeah. Hmm. No. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because I think the I think the overall robot layout of that and the proportions probably lend themselves a little bit better to making a tracks out of. And of course, also tracks gives rise to the very distinct possibility of a selects road rage. Oh yeah, and a loud pedal. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing I'm more interested in seeing get made is a loud pedal off of a, off of this apparent tracks mold or remold. I agree 100%. You're right. I mean, if the, if the toy's good, you know, I'll take whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. But the, they're, the most important thing on this list is Slammer. <laughs> the weaponizers are not dead. <laughs> well, if it ends up being a weaponizer, I mean, it could just be a normal deluxe. What if the playset based on the arc is not the traditional arc, but Metroplex's ship mode that he had? So they're working the Metroplex back into it. That's why we're getting the slammer. It's just going to be the arc in this new whatever is going to be Metroplex is the arc. I don't think John. So that's why we're getting the slammers because the Metroplex. Mm -hmm. I think we're just getting slammer because they need a way just, to, really, I to, of to get more mileage out of the warpath mold. Uh, that's, that's very true. Wait, Metroplex had a ship mode? <laughs> kind of. Sort of. I mean, on the original toy, it had very, wheels. Yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're being generous. Yeah, because I've seen an IDW where all the Metroplex eye just are shooting off into space to do the whole colonization thing. And they and the, and they're the lay down rolling ground mode 
was repurposed into a, a, a flight mode, like some kind of weird yeah. discount SDF-1. Yeah, yeah more or less. Word would never allow that. Yeah, next year's Titan arc is just uh, War for Cybertron, uh, or Fall of Cybertron Metroplex in orange. <laughs> that would never happen. Okay, so everything else we have on here is Beast Wars related, uh, since Matt already jumped ahead to Slammer, which I'm sure was uh, not an accident at all. No, I, fi- I figured you'd want to separate the Beast Wars stuff out, so... Yeah, I, w- I was considering that. Um, so, uh, unexpectedly, we have Shadow Panther on here, uh, which would obviously be a redeco and possibly a mild retool of Cheetor. Yeah, I thought he would have been a Selex. You would think, but apparently not. But I'm uh, fine with that. I guess we have to get, you know, a straight uh, repaint or very close to straight repaint in in something. Yeah. Uh, we've also got Waspinator. I think I mentioned Air Razor earlier. Uh, Scorponok. So that should be I, that, interesting. Yeah, that's odd considering, you know, we've got Titan-class Scorponok out right now. It, it's, I think it's a little funny that they're putting out a different Scorponok so close to the Titan-class one. But Well, the Titan one will be off-shelves by then, and by off-shelves, I mean out of production. Mm. And I was yeah. going to say Scorponok is weird for a deluxe class but then i do have that rid scorponok it could it could certainly be conceivable too scorponok would be a smaller deluxe with some of the mass taken up by the tail and also maybe like the cyber bee as an accessory yeah it's a deluxe class but not everything has to be the same size as you know cliff jumper has proven and bug bite and bumblebee and you know all that hubcap uh, and then we have two new names on the list. Uh, so these are examples of the fossilizers, which is the Kingdom Lines uh, take on weaponizers and modulators. So these are supposed to be designed as like skeletal, basically, uh, hence fossilizer, and break down into weapons. So they're basically beast mode weaponizers, as far as I can understand. Hmm. Uh, so one of them is Wingfinger, which is supposed to be a uh, pterosaur of some kind, but not terrorsaur. Um, and the other one is called Ractonite, which I don't know what that's actually supposed to be. No, I've got no idea but on that. if it's not a robot that is wearing a suit and has a crescent moon for a head, it's just like a complete waste. Hmm. I don't get that. Well, I thought you would have got that. You're old enough. I'm disappointed uh, there's not Sailor a pterosaur on this list. No. Yeah, a lot of people are disappointed there's no Pterosaur. Unless that would probably, well, Pterosaur was the same size as Rat Trap originally, so that could be one of the core figures we haven't uh, seen yet. Possibly, although in the show, Pterosaur was bigger. True. Uh, speaking of bigger, let's talk about some Voyagers. Uh, so on the Beast Warriors side of this, we have uh, listings for what's probably supposed to be Optimus Primal, although Target has it in there as Optimus Prime. But since there is plenty of Optimus Prime otherwise in Kingdom, I don't think they would have it in three different price points. That's never stopped Hasbro before. (laughs) Still, let's just be hopeful here that this is actually supposed to be Optimus Primal, who does not exist anywhere else in this line. Although that would be a hilarious oversight for the Beast Wars anniversary line to not have an Optimus Primal in it. (laughs) I can see that. I'd laugh. I'd laugh too, but, you know, it's it's still kind of sad. Um... Also, as Voyager, you'd laugh ironically. Get... I'd, I'd laugh with glee. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're also getting Dinobot, Rhinox, and Tigatron. I like my Voyager Rhinox that I got. I, I'm, I, I'd be tempted or I'd be interested to see if they can beat that. I mean, I never liked that toy that much, so it probably wouldn't be too hard for them to beat that from my point of view. I liked how it looked. I. I... The actual like transformation and such was never my favorite thing, but uh, yeah, it was just I, never very interesting to me. Yeah, I'm certainly I'm certainly more than happy to see them take another pass. I think it's really interesting though that they're doing Tigatron as a Voyager instead of just being a retool of Cheetor. Yeah, because Tigatron is supposed to be bigger than Cheetor per show scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a Voyager is completely appropriate. I do wonder, though, if they're going to just, like, basically run the same CAD design at two different scales. That would actually be really neat. I, yeah. That, that, that sounds like it would, it would be dumb, but just something about it really appeals to me. 
Okay, yeah, it does sound a little bit dumb, but it's not. It's certainly not outside the realm of possibility for what they can do with the manufacturing processes now. Yeah, um, and of course, Dinobot makes sense as a Voyager, more or yeah. less. Uh, like strictly speaking, Dinobot should probably be bigger than that because Dinobot was the biggest character on the maximal side for the first season. Uh, so the inside track on Dinobot is that it's probably using a lot of um, fake kibble parts in robot mode, which it would have to to look right. Yeah. Because there's no way they can engineer anything close to what the Masterpiece was doing at this price point. Maybe yeah. its entire Dinobot shell will turn into a shield. <laughs> <laughs> or or his entire outer shell comes on and he becomes a sec- his clone. So you take, out, you take off all the kibble and you just reassemble it. You know, and it's his clone that he can eat. I mean, that's a that's not a bad point. In the show, Dinobot wears barely any of the uh, dinosaur skin. Yeah. Like, just the sleeves, basically. No, I somehow I don't think it's going to be a big convoy situation, though, where you can take off 90% of the alt mode. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> so, is Starscream on the list? Is that a reship? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's... Uh, I mean, if they made it a ghost star scream, I mean, technically, that could be a Beast Wars story, too, right? Actually, yeah. yeah. Or or a Waspinator recolor. It wouldn't even be a Waspinator recolor. It would just be a Waspinator with a Decepticon logo on the side of the head instead of a Predacon logo. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Earthrise Starscream is supposed to reship as in uh, one of these uh, Kingdom Voyager assortments. Um, but we're also going to get Cyclonus. We saw that Cyclonus uh, test shot a little while back. And so that's a glorious... So that's yes, apparently for Kingdom, uh, rather than Studio Series, as we had speculated when the Studio Series 86 uh, information started to come out. And we're also getting what multiple sources have confirmed is going to be a G1 Inferno, not the Beast Wars Inferno. Which or I'm G1 surprised we Inferno. haven't seen already. Just a repaint, right? Yeah. So. Well, well yeah, I'm, um, I'm, new head, but... Yeah, yeah crane in place of, or a ladder in place of a crane. Yeah. Do you think he'll be an announced selects before too long? I mean, con- considering considering this is showing up apparently in Walmart's uh, computers, I don't think it'll be a select. If we're or am I missing a beat here? Yeah, no, you're, right. yeah you're right. I was. I'm sorry. I was thinking something else. I'm sorry. I mean, now, we can one thing maybe get that's... art fire selects. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like. And, I like that <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Yeah. And well, hopefully this time. Yeah. Hopefully this time with them. With them. If they're going to do him as a selects, they have plenty of battle masters to give him a target master. Unlike they did the mm-hmm. Jazz as Ricochet, and yeah. they didn't give him a target master. Well, and you know, in Studio Series eighty six, there is a, a G one Jazz coming. So there's your new Ricochet also. Now, is the Studio yeah. Series eighty six? Is that going to be a Walmart only line? Um, I don't think we have any information to that effect. Okay, I haven't heard anything that's pointed to that at least. Um, yeah, and I can't recall if any information has come out from Target about that line, but it I can't imagine that would be a Walmart exclusive thing, honestly. All Studio that Series be, hasn't been up to now, so sorry, right? Dude. Yeah, no, that would be the cherry on top for 2020 so far, though. <laughs> the one thing on this list that I heard wasn't um, the final cone head that we didn't get, wasn't he supposed to be a Voyager in Kingdom? No, uh, Thrust is going to be a Target exclusive later this year. Oh. Uh, so is Runabout, actually. Yeah. So Runabout's coming out in the retail assortment, Ooh. and uh, Runabout is going to be a Target exclusive along with Thrust. Is that going to be a two-pack, or are they going to be individuals? I think there's separate releases. Yeah. yeah. Um, everything we had up to now indicated that Thrust would be released as a, as a single thing, so... Yeah, Thrust was actually the first Conehead we had specific information about coming out. Uh, that was in the big Toys R Us Canada leak from early this year. Yeah, and up to this point, we haven't had a two-pack released with different size classes in it, have we? Uh, no, I don't think so. The last thing I remember was the Titanium Rodimus and the Deluxe Galvatron. Which we didn't even get in this country. Yeah, I mean that that that's the last kind of mismatched set that I remember. Back when we still had yeah. uh, platinum edition, because that was a platinum release. Yeah, like even going back a few years, like Don is, um, I like nothing's jumping out at me as a you know multi price point uh, two pack. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't meaning to go back that far. I was just thinking like the recent Amazon exclusive sets and such. Yeah, yeah the closest thing you could say with that would be the inclusion of like Battle Masters with Skywarp or with the G2 Sideswipe set, but those are just glorified accessories, really. Yeah. Okay, so moving on, we've got leaders as the last thing where we have concrete information. Uh, so we're getting uh, Optimus Prime as a packaging refresh, which is the same thing that's happening with Wheeljack, RC, and Starscream. It's just going to be Earthrise leader Optimus in Kingdom packaging. Hooray. Um, I mean, it's a good toy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good toy, and it you know deserves as much chance as possible to get in people's hands. The thing is, though, the Ultra Magnus on there is going to be kind of a... It's going to be competing a little bit because that's apparently going to be a modification of that Optimus Prime. Really? Hmm. Yeah. The, okay, the problem. The problem is, the person with the inside information about this says that the trailer is not very changed from Optimus Prime's. Oh, so that's not why? good. Why Fuck. would they do that? Yeah, I don't know if it's like a, a a communications issue through whatever chain this is coming down from, but I it's baffling to me that they would make an Ultra Magnus version of Earthrise Optimus, but keep something that's basically just the box trailer still. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, if they do release just a white cab Optimus Prime with a regular trailer, you know, Don can probably get a second 7-Eleven Optimus because Toy Hacks will probably do something resembling that for an upgrade set. Mm Mm-hmm. It looks like Combiner Wars Ultra Magnus shall remain still my Ultra Magnus on my shelf. I was really just hoping that, that when I heard it was an Earth Mode Ultra Magnus, I was really just kind of hoping they'd change the uh, cab a little bit and do a clean deco of Siege Ultra Magnus, because that would be pretty much ideal for the type of Magnus that they've been going for the last few years. Yeah, again, hopefully there is some level of um, you know loss in translation here, and there's going to be something more to the trailer component than what is being relayed to us. Yeah. Um, so, the, so there's be more than meets the eye then. You know, it could be something like how G1 Ultra Magnus works, where the cab kind of just folds up into a ball and you stick it in the back, but the trailer is the actual, like, large figure part. Just in this case, instead of being a big block itself, it has, like, movable arms and legs. Yeah. But that seems like it might be a little bit too much to hope for. The other problem I have with uh, reships in the leader wave... I mean, you have it in any wave, but more so in the leader wave is, you know, if Optimus Prime ships with a new figure Mm -hmm. and they're only, you know, one each per box, you end up with a bunch of Optimus Prime sitting on the shelf. Yeah. um, And the Optimus packaging refresh will probably go in the first wave, if I was to guess. Mm hmm. Um, How how horrible would that be if, if wave one was Optimus and Ultra Magnus together? (laughs) <laughs> so like we, we would know, never see wave two yeah we know hasbro tries their hardest to avoid shipping two decos of the same mold in one assortment together but that doesn't mm. mean it hasn't happened in the past um in 2013 with the fall of cybertron line soundwave and sound blaster shared a case in the first voyager assortment for that line yeah the uh, second wave was grimlock and blaster for reference I don't know who's out there that specifically cares to know that, but somebody does, and I've just told them. Also, the information's in my head, which means it has to come out of my mouth at some point. Understood. Uh, but yeah, so the Optimus packaging refresh is probably going to be first wave of Kingdom, the same way we got Astro Train again in the first wave of Earthrise. Um, so hopefully it'll be a situation where the new figure that's packed with it will sell pretty thoroughly and... You know, at least half the shelf space will be cleared up because, um, like, Optimus is reshipping again with Double Dealer, and I don't, we don't have another leader for Earthrise as far as we know, and I think we would know by now. Yeah. So it seems like this Earthrise Optimus Prime is going to be in, like, at least three assortments back to back to back. That's a lot of Optimus Prime, man. Oh, boy. Ah, that sounds like a gigantic mistake. Well, I mean, it could go the other way, too, where it's Ultra Magnus in the first wave uh, to keep the mold in circulation, and they put the Optimus in a subsequent wave. But I don't think we're that, we're that lucky. So the new figures in the leader assortment, 
um, Galvatron, who we've been expecting to show up somewhere since the tiny little Galvatron appeared in one of the panels of the Earthrise box art. Oh, I hope they finally give us a good Galvatron toy. I hope in one very specific respect, they design it the same way they did Double Dealer, which is not to say that they make it the uh, quality control and semi-engineering nightmare that Double Dealer has turned into, for me in particular. Um, (laughs) But rather that they focus on making it a somewhat larger figure than the typical current line Voyager's and they make up the difference with big accessory pieces like a big arm cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than being a slightly small Voyager with, you know, add-on parts making up the difference. Although, like, we're getting the Voyager Cyclonus, and traditionally in the cartoons, Cyclonus was taller than Galvatron, so I'm actually kind of conflicted on how this would work out. Yeah. (sighs) Damn. And I see no Scourger sweeps at all on this list. Ah, well, Scourge is going to be a Voyager in Studio Series. Ah, excellent. Well, sort of excellent. You're going to have to pay $30 each for your sweeps. Ah, yeah, that's a drawback, isn't it? He's paying $30 each for his Seekers, so... But they're all different characters. Yeah. But I don't need nearly as many sweeps as I do Seekers. Well, yeah, that's kind of the thing, isn't it? Like, you can probably get by with just buying two sweeps for that Scourge. Uh, no, I need three. (laughs) Well, you do you. I mean, I can't talk too much, because what do I have over here? I've got the the Takara uh, version of Scourge from Titan's Return, or Legends, then a couple of sweeps off of that mold. I also have, um, I think, four or five of the uh, Generations 2010 Scourge including the Takara version of that. So, you know, I I miss the Takara redecos because I always got the Takara as Scourge and the Hasbro downscale decos as sweeps. Just there was a little differentiation there. I guess what you'll have to do now is uh, just like put a Reaper label set on one of the Studio Series uh, Scourges to make that be Scourge and then the other ones are the sweeps. Mm. It's not the same. (laughs) <laughs> okay, fine. Paint, fine. Paint the fingernails on the one that you want to be Scourge, and all the ones without the ah. fingernails are the sweeps. Ah, there we go. Yeah. Because nail polish is a lot cheaper than uh, Toy Hack set. Or so I'm told. Um, uh, then the other new leader we have is Predacon Megatron. Excellent. That's great. I'm excited about that yes. one. I'll be honest. I've Transmetal, Transmetal Megatron is my favorite of the three Megatron forms, so I've yeah, you know it's. It, I, I mean, I'll be, I'll be glad to see any new Beast Wars Megatron. It's just I really want a Transmetal Megatron. I think we well, all want we'll a Transmetal Megatron that doesn't fall apart. Yeah. Sorry, I, I have, have a Transmetal. Have to see what comes apart. after Kingdom. You never know. Yeah. If anything comes after Kingdom, we go back to G One again. Uh, We've never left. Yeah, yeah, we really haven't. Because like even original Beast Wars you know, had callbacks in the fiction to tie it to the G1 continuities. Which is probably the only reason why we're doing this now. Ooh, hey, maybe they'll do Beast Machines, Don. Or after this, is there going to be a movie out? Maybe they'll just go... uh... Well, they are rumored about the whole Beast Wars movie, and this would be giving the kids and the fan base more familiar with Beast form Transformers leading into a movie. Maybe. Um, so we don't have evidence of it from, um, a retailer listing yet, but we do have uh, what I, again, consider credible inside information about the, uh, commander class figure for next year, uh, which is supposed to be Rodimus prime. Interesting choice. Not sure how I feel about that. I'm going to have to see what they have in mind. Yeah. So go ahead, Rob. I honestly thought that uh, Rodimus would work just perfectly well at the current leader price point because about Voyager yeah. size, I think, would be about right. And the trailer would be a little bit more smaller and more compact than leader primes and not have any more moving parts than they included in leader primes trailer. Yeah, so it would, it would work. So I'm a little bit I, I'm going to be if, if they can you know, fancy that up to go to up to the commander cost. I'll be interested to see what it ends up looking like. Yeah. I just don't want another hulking uh, Rodimus prime figure. Like we got in power of the primes. Yeah. I kind of like that for what it was. It is kind of ridiculous, but yeah, the leader class would work just fine. I mean, the, the, 
leader class Earthrise Optimus Prime's trailer would be pretty much the perfect size for Erotimus. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking here is we're going to end up with a Rodimus Prime robot that's about the size of a current leader. And then the trailer is going to make up the balance of it and be, you know, mostly playset focused. Makes sense. With lots of, you know, moving parts and big accessory pieces. As long as it can connect to the arc, I'll be cool. I mean, if they're if it would have playset functionality like, um, say, Double Dealer's base mode or anything along that line, I can't imagine that it would not be interactive in some way like all the Titan stuff is with all the current ramp-based system. Yeah, I mean, it did just turn into a gun emplacement anyway, so that didn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. And it's the right color, more or less. Mm-hmm. It's close enough to the right color, I'll put it that way. Yes. So, you know... And you, could, you, you could use a couple sound barriers as, as the uh, the blast shields that go on the side of the cannon. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, there's all kinds of possibilities for this. Yeah, I, like, I thought Rodimus Prime was an odd choice for the commander class also until I started, like, kind of sitting and thinking about it a little bit, and then it started to make some sense. If you take Jetfire and you divide that mass into two, you get, like, a pretty solid robot size and enough plastic left over to have a pretty impressive battle station for it to interact with and to connect to other stuff. Like, I don't think this is going to be a Darn terrible idea. The, the, uh, the terrible idea is going to be expecting someone to pay $80 for Rodimus Prime. I would. I will. <laughs> Rodimus gets the short end of the stick. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I agree. I, I would like to have a Rodimus Prime that's not the power of the Prime's interpretation, just because that doesn't really fit into what I want collecting-wise. Yeah, I do like yeah. that toy, but it just doesn't fit with anything else. Um, also, I will I will just point out that a Rodimus Prime in Commander class, just along the lines we're imagining, would set things up nicely to do a Power Master Optimus Prime that way the next year. It would uh, also give good precedent for a Star Saber. Uh-huh. There's all sorts of fun things we could do with this. Yeah. Because it would be the exact, well, not the exact same, but it would be a very similar design process. Hasbro, um, we're available for consultation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, if, if Rodimus Prime is like a test case for converting Commander Class into what Power of the Prime's leaders were, but in a, in a more well-balanced way, I guess I'll say, like, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, especially since it finally provides them with some more options for commander class because this is something we've talked about a lot in the past there's not a lot of characters in the fiction that are big enough or um not so big like nothing fits into that sweet spot except for a few characters to really suit the commander class uh skylink is a stroke of brilliance to put in that but you know, you're, even with that, you're already starting to run on fumes for character selection. Oh, man, if you could work, like, Blackout or Lugnut into G1, I think those would be two good options. I mean, we had Generations Lugnut, so there's, you know, there is a base design for a G1-style Lugnut that they could draw from. Does anyone think, since they're kind of blending these lines, like, now we got, we got G1 in Generations, and now we're going to get... G1. What? When did that happen? <laughs> Judy, or, or, I'm sorry, Beast Wars in mm. Generations, and and we're getting. I guess I keep thinking about just getting the G1 into Studio Series that they're eventually just going to blend it all together, and it'll become one line. Like they're they're this might be their way well, of. As Chris had pointed out earlier, lines. we've seen this before in like yeah. 2009 when the the movie the movie line after Revenge of the Fallen just kind of became you know Generations Part Two. Yeah, that was yeah. closer to 2011, but like 10 years ago, yeah, we had the same thing happen. What Revenge of the Fallen line in 2009 and early 2010 turned into Hunt for the Decepticons, the same skew, uh, which ran. 2010 into early 2011 and then that shifted into being reveal the shield which was almost exclusively generations uh design stuff uh that they just ran in parallel with the 2010 and 2011 generations line so they could get more of that style product on the shelves at one time and yeah that appears to be exactly what they're doing with studio series 86 
running alongside Work for Cybertron Kingdom. Um, it's it's kind of letting uh, the Hasbro team have it both ways. They can do all their G1 stuff that they want to do because we, we love 84, but they can also get the Beast Wars anniversary stuff out of the way, so we'll leave them alone. Hmm. Uh, I think my favorite thing about that that time period, though, was when we were doing Toy Fair and JD had to get up and go tell his wife that he had to buy like 40 deluxes that year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Amanda was thrilled. Good times. (laughs) It was always good times with JD. And the whole reveal the shield thing has always been looked back on as a clever move by Hasbro. Because like if Hasbro went to the retailers and said, you know, we've got. Uh, 40 or 50 toys in this one skew that we want to get out to retail in the next 18 months, they would have been laughed right out of the Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. So instead, we'll just take literally the same toys that we designed for this line and we'll put it in this other skew that the store is already supporting happily because they think it's movie product. Little did they know. Mm. I mean, it was fine because the Reveal the Shield stuff sold pretty well too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The strange thing was I found almost all the first wave of Reveal the Shield at Kmart before anywhere else by like three weeks. Uh, yes, my uh, my jazz and my tracks came from Kmart. And those were Reveal the Shield toys. Yeah. I love that jazz so much, as everyone knows, because yeah. I won't ever shut up about it. Really good toy. I Yeah, I, I'm so hopeful for the Studio Series jazz. Oh, it, it, especially since I can't envision a poss- uh, I can't envision a future beyond that where we don't get that mold in selects or something analogous as Ricochet. Overall, Transformers design the last few years has been really strong. So, like now more than at any point in the recent past, I think they can do it. I just hope he doesn't have glass knees like the Dotsons. And I I hope yeah. nobody sneaks anything bad onto his tampographs like Power of the Primes. The glass knees thing. If they do like I had been speculating and do jazz as uh, a shared engineering or heavy retool of the Dotsons, which would certainly be a possibility um, that could still rear up. But if it's more a new design that just is very similar, it might escape that since jazz's legs traditionally transform like opposite to how the Dotsons transform. Yeah, that and the door wings are really the only thing different between the, the Dotson and Jazz transformations. Yeah, and, you know, they could definitely start from the Dotson engineering and just tweak how the back half works to get the legs to work the right way. But I think in that case, we still would end up with the clear plastic knee joints, unfortunately. Um, since we're talking about Studio Series a little bit, too, we're getting Rodimus Prime in Kingdom, uh, by all accounts, uh, Hot Rod is coming to Studio Series as a as Voyager. A Voy- yeah, that which kind of surprises me since he's just about always been a deluxe. But yeah, that's I mean, it, it kind of makes sense if Rodimus Prime is going to be a commander ju- just because that's Rodimus is a little bit taller, but I don't think he's supposed to be like twice Hot Rod size. So that that kind of tracks. No, Trax is in a different assortment. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we know very much about Studio Series Hot Rod at this point. The, um, the best speculation on it would be that it would still be something close to deluxe size and padded out with accessories or um, higher complexity. Hmm. Fishing pole and whatnot. Maybe, um, maybe Don will finally get his wish that it'll be a hot rod that can transform every way hot rod transformed in the movie. That's my wish. <laughs> well, at this point, I just want, yeah, I mean, at this point, I'll just take the one that does the arm rotation. That's, that's kind of like the only one we really haven't got. So, I want, you know, I just I want the one there. A- um, I think it's in the first act of the movie where, uh, they're on the mountain and hot rod basically transforms by standing up and like all the windshield and roof and everything just kind of slide in and collapse into yeah. the car hood. Mm-hmm. Like that looked so elegant in animation and it would be a disaster on a toy, but I still kind of want to see it. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be much more of a disaster than some of the hot rods we already have. Uh, yeah. One yeah. of those masterpieces. It makes me sad to think about it. It really is kind of sad that the the best hot rod toy we've probably gotten in in the modern line is a headmaster. 
You know, that's a tough call because, like, the Power of the Primes hot rod part of that Rodimus was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the reason I like that Rodimus so much. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's it's a very good hot rod upgrade that just happens to have, you know, a Rodimus Prime option of a sort, kind of. Hmm. But we can just kind of pretend it doesn't because, you know, it's not that good. Obviously, the best Rodimus of all is Cloud Rodimus. Oh, truly. Yes. And forever shall it, be, shall it, it be true. Well, until until um, Chris Triplett gets a Cloud Rodimus, and then it won't be cool anymore. Yeah, yeah, then the fun's over. Yeah. <laughs> the fun of Cloud Rodimus is just holding it over his head. Hi, Triplett. I'll have to change my, my avatar at that point. But what would you change it to? That's an excellent question. Something else Triplett doesn't have. Well, I mean, yeah, but... Yeah, but I mean, y'all. But y'all were never part of the Red Thrust Club, and I mean, you know, that's the cool kids club. That's the that's the classic cool kids club. You mean Red Armada Thrust? Yeah. I'm well, there, there's Don the Wayback Machine again. Yeah, what? I, I'm a living Wayback Machine. No, Mister P. Well, Massey's my Mister Peabody, I guess. Yeah, didn't the um, Red Armada Thrust only come out in like the Middle East somewhere? Sounds it was, about right. I can't remember for sure, but yeah, it was really it was it was really hard to get. Yeah, because they did that as a running change, but by the time that was actually done, nobody in this part of the world was ordering that toy anymore. So, yeah, you really had to uh, you had to do your legwork if you wanted to get one of those in that color at that time. I'm sure that's super rare now too. Ah, tangents. Yes. Um. Yeah. So. Rodimus is the commander class. I think we, we talked at the beginning a little bit about the arc being uh, strongly rumored as being the Titan for next year, which is why probably one reason we're getting the core class legend size uh, G1 characters. And I, wonder so I, we'll, I wonder if we'll get the Nemesis and the Revenge in subsequent years in that case. Hmm. But what would the Nemesis turn into? I don't know. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking Trypticon. Yeah, but we got one of those. Or Tidal Wave. You know, yeah. Everyone keeps bringing up they want Tidal Wave. They, they, they can make yeah. Tidal Wave the nemesis and just call him. And that would be a great way to, like, you know, technically give the fans what they want, but do it completely wrong. So that certainly sounds like an appropriate Hasbro move. It's the monkey's paw version of Tidal Wave. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was... Um, Probably again, ninety plus percent of what next year's line is going to be, and we know about it all right now. Now, for At reference, least we don't have pictures this time. Boy, Toy Fair, yes, blurry <laughs> pictures, but still. Yeah, we're recording this on August twenty first, twenty twenty, and at this time, uh, Earthrise Wave Two Deluxes have not actually hit shelves yet, and we already know all of next year's lineup. Let's go back. 